decline of liberal cities continues, and it looks like an increasing number of them will no longer be able to keep stores open thanks to their terrible, terrible policies, specifically on crimes such as shoplifting. Now, Chicago is just the latest in a long line of cities, which we will get to, where stores like Walmart have announced that they will no longer be operating due to the fact that people keep stealing their stuff. Walmart announcing the closure of four Chicago stores effective on April 16th. The news delivering a, a big blow to many who've come to rely on those stores. Devastated by this news. Now, this Chatham Supercenter store is just one of four stores uh, set to close on April 16th of this year, 2023, coming up real fast. And for more about this closure, we turn to this article from WTTW News, where they explained that Walmart announced it would shutter locations in Chatham, Kenwood, Little Village, and Lakeview, giving shoppers and employees just a few days notice. It seems like the ones they're closing are in the black and brown community, said activist and Chatham Walmart customer Pam Bosley. This one is busy, so I don't know what the issue is. So why exactly are these Walmarts closing? Is it because as this one shopper seems to imply, they perhaps just don't want to serve black and brown communities because of racism? Or on the other hand, is it as previous Chicago mayor Lori Lightfoot tried to explain, just that businesses don't want to take responsibility for the security of their own stores. I'm disappointed that they're not doing more to take safety uh, and make it a priority. But we still have retailers that won't institute um, plans like having security officers in their stores, making sure um, that they've got cameras that are actually operational. Here's the thing. It's not racism that's causing Walmart to close, and it's not Walmart's lack of security either that's at fault here. It is squarely the fault of the politicians who've essentially made it impossible for stores to thrive because they refuse to punish criminals. It seems like every other day, social media is flooded with videos of people in some big Democrat city or another treating stores like Walmart or like Target like an all-you-can-steal buffet, taking whatever they want with no fear for repercussions because the police know there's nothing they can do. Absolutely disgusting behavior, and I feel really bad for the little girl that's in that video who's essentially not really being given a fair shot at life. Like, can you imagine if you are a child and the adults who are supposed to teach you right from wrong are encouraging you to steal from a store on video? Like, you you basically, you have no shot. I hope I'm wrong. I hope this girl somehow uh, is able to grow up and be a productive member of society. But I, I doubt that's going to happen. Essentially, what we have here is an entire class of criminal who is just not afraid of consequences. And as a result, businesses like Walmart are not able to function. And you see, businesses like Walmart, they depend on a high volume of goods being sold because their margins are so low. And for a lot of places, that works for Walmart. Walmart is one of the biggest retailers in the country. However, because their margins are so low, it also means that stores like Walmart are uniquely vulnerable to things like theft, like what is happening at Chicago. And this is bad for communities, ultimately, because there are a lot of people who live in these communities who don't steal and who are just trying to live their lives, who shop at places like Walmart and depend on the savings that Walmart is able to offer them and will now be left without a Walmart to go to because of these criminals. And so if I were a community leader somewhere like Chicago, I would have a big issue with all of these criminals, with all the crime that is going on. But because it's Chicago and very little good happens in Chicago right now, instead what we see from community leaders is more blaming Walmart, essentially victim blaming for their own people, the people that live around them, 
not being able to follow the law. We're going to be looking at this shocking video clip, but first I do want to say thank you to today's sponsor, Cozy Earth. So going to bed at a decent hour doesn't always guarantee you get a good night's sleep, especially if you are a hot or cold sleeper. Unfortunately, I am both. However, that changed for me once I tried out Cozy Earth bedding. You see, it is the softest, most luxurious and responsibly sourced bedding on the planet. Cozy Earth bedding is naturally temperature regulating, so I sleep great in any weather. And by the way, I'm not alone. This five-star review from Lara states, my husband and I are getting the best sleep we've ever had to the point where we don't wake up in the middle of the night anymore because we are so comfortable. I can't wait to buy more colors. Cozy Earth bedding is made from the finest materials, including premium viscose made from highly sustainable bamboo. Cozy Earth, in fact, is so confident that you will love their products. They offer a 100-night sleep try, which means you have up to 100 nights to sleep on it. Wash it, try it out, and if you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund. Whether it's their luxury sheets, loungewear, pajamas, or premium waffle bath towels, you will love shopping at CozyEarth.com. And I say this all the time before I ever had Cozy Earth as a sponsor. For Christmas, my husband actually got me Cozy Earth loungewear because I love it so much. And by the way, the loungewear, just as amazing as the sheets. Honestly, you just you need everything from that site. It is all so comfortable and such high quality. So you guys can save up to 35% on Cozy Earth now by going to CozyEarth.com and entering my promo code Chen. Again, you save up to 35%. That's CozyEarth.com with promo code Chen, C-H-E-N. Now, as I was saying, if Chicago's community leaders were actually serious about improving lives for their neighbors, they would be addressing the crime issue, not just because it affects Walmart, but because it affects people's general quality of life. However, instead, because Chicago is just a cesspit of leftism, we have more victim blaming going on. As WTTW also reported, demonstrators gathered Thursday outside the Walmart Supercenter in Chatham, which was closed for months in 2020, after being damaged during unrest following the murder of George Floyd. So to clarify, these neighborhoods in Chicago are essentially lawless hellholes where people steal whatever they want, absolutely no fear for repercussions. And instead of trying to address this issue of crime, these community leaders in Chicago instead are just mad at Walmart, it seems. Here's a speech that essentially is one of the most useless virtue signals I have ever seen. So we have healthcare deserts, we have food deserts. Yes, sir. And we wonder why. Yes, sir. Our communities look like they look. Well, that we truth. have violence every single day. Speak the truth. It is just not on us. It is on the corporate citizens that come into our community and ravage our community. And Walmart, you should be absolutely ashamed of yourself. You are the reason that our communities lack the investment that they have. This guy is mad about food deserts, about a lack of investment in his community. Walmart is trying to serve you. They want to invest in your community. They want to be able to offer you food. Your community is the one that is making that almost impossible, actually literally impossible, considering they are running a business. If you want corporations to actually invest in your community and to not leave, stop stealing from them, okay? Because to me, at least, it doesn't look like Walmart is the one doing any of the ravaging, at least not according to all of those viral TikTok videos. And as I alluded to earlier, Chicago is far from the only liberal city experiencing this problem of all these stores closing down, essentially because people won't stop stealing from them. We've also seen similar things happen in Portland, Oregon. Walmart is closing its only two Portland locations, leaving many customers who rely on the big box store unsure of where to go next. Walmart says they're closing in both Portland locations because they were not meeting financial expectations. But customers wonder if it's shoplifters impacting the store's bottom line. We gotta resolve the shoplifting one way or another if that is 
simply the problem. Um, it's got to stop. It's not just Amanda, but many households in the Lentz neighborhood surrounding Walmart rely on the store to meet their needs. And again, just like in Chicago, I feel bad for the people in Portland who are just following the law, who aren't stealing anything and are just looking for somewhere affordable to shop, but they can't because these criminals essentially won't let them have nice things in their neighborhood. That sucks. That's a terrible position to be in, but it ultimately is not Walmart's responsibility to burden the financial loss of product that's been stolen when really these cities should just be keeping their criminals in check. And really that takeaway that criminals need to be held accountable, that would solve so many issues here. And it really is something that can apply to Chicago, to Philadelphia, to Portland, and yes, to San Francisco. Because if you want to look at how bad things can get, just look at San Francisco. San Francisco is one of those places that's a little bit more ahead of, ahead of the timeline here. In fact, things are so bad in San Francisco that it's not just low margin Walmarts that are closing, but even places like Whole Foods are being affected. As Michael Schellenberger reported on Twitter, San Francisco politicians and the local news media say crime isn't increasing, but Whole Foods begs to differ. Today, Whole Foods announced that it is abandoning its one-year flagship store downtown because of crime and rampant drug dealing. And as the San Francisco Standard further explained, we are closing our Trinity location only for the time being, a Whole Foods spokesperson said in a statement. If we feel we can ensure the safety of our team members in the store, we will evaluate a reopening of our Trinity location. A City Hall source told the Standard the company cited deteriorating street conditions around drug use and crime near the grocery store as a reason for its closure. And if you think that these corporations are being overly dramatic, that they're closing entire stores just because a few razor blades were stolen, you'd be wrong. These are big numbers that are affecting companies' bottom lines. And ultimately, these companies are forced with a decision where they either close a few stores or the entire company is at risk. As the Daily Mail previously wrote, in 2021, retailers lost a combined $94.5 billion to shrink, a term used to describe theft and other types of inventory loss. And organized retail crime incidents soared by 26.5% in the same year, according to the 2022 National Retail Security Survey. Along with brazen daylight thefts, self-checkouts have also made it easier for people to walk out without paying for items. Progressive district attorneys in cities like Chicago, New York, Portland, and California have also been blamed for effectively legalizing shoplifting with either not prosecuting thefts under $950 or letting criminals off with a slap on the wrist. These thefts are a problem that are affecting so many liberal cities, and ultimately it's not just big companies like Walmart and Target and Whole Foods that are being affected, but even mom and pop shops. So I don't care if you're not for big business, this affects any business because a lot of these criminals, they don't care whether it's a mom and pop shop they're stealing from or a corporation that is internationally operated worth a billion plus dollars. Before we go, I do want to address the leftist argument that we will undoubtedly hear but what about insurance? We have this from Wirepoints. Retailers weren't taking it well, understandably. Johnson was asked by a WGN TV interviewer at that time, do you worry about stores leaving Chicago and the country because they don't think it's safe? Johnson bristled at the concern. He replied, these companies have insurance and assurance. He also said, you can't take a certain level of urgency to protect capital and the wealthy and not have that same tenacity to provide relief for families that have been devastated through structural racism for generations. Whether it's dealing with the aftermaths of theft or I just feel like the left doesn't understand how insurance works. Insurance is not a fix-all band-aid that you could just apply to any problem. Oh, it's fine. The business is once more flourishing because guess what? After a certain point, insurance gets more and more expensive as the insurance company has to keep doing these payouts. And after a certain time, insurance companies simply will not want to insure businesses that are operating in these locations, or at least not for a price that would actually make it feasible. So yeah, 
yes, you do ultimately just have to stop the crime if you want people to be able to live in these hellholes. And here's the thing. I know that the conservative small government worldview isn't perfect, okay? Some people will fall through the cracks if you have a really small social safety net provided by the government. And that is exactly why places like churches and private charities need to step in. And I think basically all conservatives or right-wingers understand the situation. They don't think that their view for the government is going to create a utopia. They just think it's going to create the best possible scenario and that we can work with private institutions like charities, churches, and families to pick up the slack where there are failings. The progressive worldview, on the other hand, it admits no moral failings, but yet it fails so spectacularly where we're not even talking about some people falling through the cracks. It's like these cities are ceasing to function at all. Crime is rampant. Stores can't stay open. This is exactly what happens when you leave leftists in office for far too long. And if you are still in a place like Chicago or San Francisco, my advice to you is just get out while you still can. That's basically all I have to say for now. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.